Hi, listeners. Welcome back to Motivate, the Motivation and Inspiration Podcast. I'm your host, Dahi D, and today's guest is Larry Ellison talking about being different. Larry is the founder of Oracle, which is a billion-dollar software company. In this video, he's talking about his life story and what motivates him. This is a great view into how a billionaire thinks. He mentions that work is like an adventure, so the next time you see an obstacle at work, see it as an adventure. That's it for me today. Thank you all for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I think my favorite line is I had all the disadvantages necessary for success. You know, uh, when you're raised on the south side of Chicago, you probably want to move someplace nicer. And uh, I think if it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. So I've always been very ambitious. I've always been very curious. Uh, I would, you know, moved to Silicon Valley right out of right after I dropped out of college, and you know, got a job as a computer programmer. I learned how to program when I was in college, and I got a job as a computer programmer and uh, bummed around at Yosemite Valley teaching rock climbing and and uh, and leading river 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 trips uh, during my early twenties. But um, the way I supported myself was as a computer programmer. Uh, and I got involved with more and more interesting and complicated uh, computer projects and decided to start my own company. An enormous number of people in the world who really want standard answers. They want everyone to wear their hair the same way, everyone to conduct business the same way, everyone to dress the same way, everyone go to the same church. You know, there's a very, you know, and, and, and if you wander outside of these norms, people are highly critical because it's threatening to them. Uh, because they're living their life one way and they believe that's the proper way to live their life. And if you live your life a different way and you, you answer questions differently, that makes them feel very uncomfortable. And they say, well, this person's different from I am, I am. And then they have to say, and then they simply go a little further and they say, this person's different and wrong and I'm different and right. And so people, you know, people have been, you know, very, very, you know, very, very critical and people will be critical of you if you do things a little bit differently. Uh, it takes a certain amount of, of strength not to succumb to fashion. I try to think things through and I, I try to always ask two questions about my personal policies in life. Uh, uh, are, they, are they fair? Are they morally correct? And do they work? Uh, so. I, you know, and I try to reason, reason things back from, from first principles. I try to think about things and come to conclusions and make my own decisions. And um, if other people are, if, if I've thought things through, you know, if someone has a logical criticism and can explain to me why what I'm doing is wrong and they can convince me, I'll change. If they, really can, you know, if they have good reasons, I mean, I'll just alter my behavior. I love it when people point out I'm wrong, explain to me why I'm wrong, and I then change. That's great. I don't want to. Be, I don't want to be wrong. I would love to be right. I'd love, uh, and if I am wrong, I love it when, pe when, when people stop me. But if people just, you know, throw labels at you and throw criticisms around that are not rational, and they call you basically call you names. Uh, you can't change your behavior that you think is right just because someone's calling your names and, it, and it's not, not the conventional way of behaving. Most of the time I let it go. Uh, sometimes people have a way of saying things that are so hurtful and so offensive and, and so, or say things that are just patently untrue that I feel like I have to defend myself. Uh, so if someone says something that's factually an error, they just said, 
Larry did this and I didn't do that, then I'll defend myself. But if they say, if, if it's just calling me a random name, then I forget it. So why did Steve go back to Apple? Why did he devote so much of what remained of his life to his job? Why do I? I believe the answer is that deep inside of all of us, all of us, there's a primal desire to do something important with our lives. And Freud said, there are only two things important in life, love and work. He did not say love and work were the same thing. I'm passionate about my work. It continues to give me great satisfaction and a sense of who I am. But passion and love are different. At least for me they are. I love my family, a few precious friends, four cats, two dogs, cherry blossoms in Japan, Pacific Island beaches and bays, and the majestic Sierra Nevada mountains where it all began for me. My feelings about work are very intense, but quite different. There's a TV advertisement for the United States Navy that says, it's not just a job, it's an adventure. That's exactly how I feel about my years in Silicon Valley. An interesting, challenging, all-consuming adventure. Like any ongoing adventure, I have no idea how it ends, but I know it will, for me, and a long, long time from now, for all of you. Your generation will change the world as every generation does. You will invent new technologies and create new types of art. Impossibilities will be transformed into possibilities, and unexpected opportunities will present themselves. You will change the world, and the world will change you as you learn and grow and discover more about yourself. In a constantly changing world, what is possible is a moving target. Don't be afraid to experiment and try lots of different things. And don't let the experts discourage you when you, when you challenge the status quo. Like Mark Twain says, what's an expert anyway? Just some guy from out of town. Each of you has a chance to discover who you are rather than who you should be. A chance to live your dreams, not the dreams of others. Each of you has an obligation to commit to a righteous cause, one that elevates you and improves the conditions of humanity and the planet. Soon many of you will begin a new job. I hope it interests you and challenges you and rewards you with a sense of purpose and satisfaction. But if it doesn't, keep searching. It's out there. It might take a while, but keep searching until you find a job that ignites your passions like I did. Even better, 
you just might find one that you love. Thank you.